Hey, you're listening to Be Your Best with Phil Haugen, where we explain the methods that help bridge the language barrier between horse and rider. Our goal with each episode is to provide you with the training philosophies that will help you to be your best every day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me this morning for this episode of Be Your Best Horsemanship. I am back at our training facility here in Weatherford, Oklahoma. We've been uh, on a quick trip up north to uh, my niece Lizzie's wedding this last weekend and uh, had a great time. Got to see a lot of friends and family that I that I don't get to see near enough. Um, it, it was just... Uh, a whole lot of fun, but uh, this morning I got up early, and you know, I, it's uh, it's funny how good your own bed feels, and how much more I appreciate our sunrises and a cup of coffee out of my own coffee pot after I've been traveling because uh, I love going, but boy, I love getting home, and I love sleeping in my own bed and uh, getting back to my same routine. So. Uh, this morning as I was sitting there um, in the quiet and was watching the sun come up and, you know, reflecting back on this last weekend and, you know, all the, oh, just all the good people you get to see. My niece, Lizzie, she's really, really a special person, really a special person to me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just uh, heartwarming to see someone enter a new phase of their life that you know is just going to be wonderful for them so that that was uh yeah that was a lot of fun i guess probably because you know as time goes on you start to appreciate little things more than you did before or i appreciate things that i used to take for granted you know because of course when you're younger you think you're gonna you know gonna get experience everything you know millions of times you know so you you don't put that much emphasis on each experience like you should and or like I should anyway and uh you know it was uh that evening of the reception it was just you know so fun to go around and visit with people that really I've known all my life but I get to asking myself have I ever just stopped and enjoyed you know, that two minute conversation, you know, or did I just take it for granted? And, you know, the answer is most of the time I took it for granted, you know, cause you just assume you'll always see him again. But, uh, anyway, so while I was there and we were visiting and like I ran into a, oh, some really good family friends of ours, Gene and Janelle Harris, I was visiting with Gene and I'm actually riding a horse for him that he bought out of a sale of, uh, in El Reno, Oklahoma, the Abar Ranch sale, which they, uh, real reputable, um, ranch in Northeast Oklahoma and, and, uh, really, really nice play gun gelding. He's, uh, going to make a really nice horse, but, you know, Gene and I were visiting and we were talking about, and I know Gene listens to this, so, um, I hope he doesn't care that I use his name, but anyway, we were just talking about, you know, the Western industry and, rodeoing and ranching and um just a lot of different things and we got to talking about 
how the world needs more cowboys, you know, and, and how it's important that, that we continue to nurture that. And, uh, you know, it's just a great conversation and, and it's so ironic. So I get, we get home last night and we've been on a couple planes and it's about nine o'clock and we get home and there's, you know, a stack of mail and Bridget's going through the mail and, and, uh, I come across their Christmas card. Of course, it's a picture of their family and, and on the back of it, it's got a list of things to be thankful for. And I just, I'm just going to pick out a couple of them. And one of them says, thankful to be raised a cowboy. You know, I've talked about this before on, on my podcast. I mean, that, that cowboy mentality doesn't have anything to do with whether you wear a hat and ride a horse. That cowboy mentality, some of the best cowboys I know are cowgirls. It's, it's not gender specific. It's a, it's a way of life and a way of thinking. And, uh, you know, that's just one of the things on there that he listed. And then, uh, you know, and, and then there's another one that says, thankful that Jesus came into the world and lived the cowboy code. Leave things a little better than you found them. And when I read that last night, I thought, wow, I need to, I need to include that in my podcast because whatever your, whatever your beliefs are, um, you know, whatever your religious beliefs are, the saying, leave things a little better than we found them. I mean, that just applies to everything. And, and, and the more we, the more we do that, you know, the better this deal is going to get. And what's cool is the people in our industry, that's, that's what we do. I mean, that, that is definitely what we do. So it's, uh, you know, it's just funny how, how things just tie together. You know, I know when we had our meetings about with, you know, going over the details of our upcoming schedule for this year, and we're, we're working on plans all the way through the end of the year right now and we have been for the last three months and you know one of our goals is to make every event whatever that event is whether it's rope and school private clinic group clinic we want it to be the best one we've ever done and we want to you know leadership is influence that that's all leadership is 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 influence and horsemanship is leadership your horsemanship depends on how well you lead how how well you influence your horse and how you influence your horse just like you know my leadership is dependent on how i lead or influence people as as we all are and you know all of us have that opportunity every day whether it's with our horses or with, with the people around us, whoever that might be. When you talk about it, when you think about it, how it all ties together. This morning I was listening to a little video that I listen to every day or try to listen to it every day. It's called Minute with Maxwell. It's a little short three or four minute video that John Maxwell puts out every day. And you can you can go to johnmaxwell.com or just Google John Maxwell and you can subscribe to it. It's free. I mean, it's just it's just wonderful and it's free 
and it's and it it's great influence, and that's why he's you know one of the greatest leaders um, that have probably ever come along as far as influence influencing people and teaching other leaders. And anyway, this morning he was talking about one of his mentors. Um, and John will talk about many mentors that he has. And this is one of the, it lead, that leads me into one of, one of my goals for this coming year is to employ the services of more mentors in different areas of my life. And that is something in the past I have probably not been great at. I mean, that can be physical, financial, spiritual, mental or emotional mentors. You know, there are people that have been those things for me um, in the past at different phases of my life, you know, and hopefully, hopefully, I mean, and they've influenced me and hopefully I can do that to others and you can do that to others and we can do it in a positive way and, and uh, you know, influence people that way. But he was talking about one of his mentors, John Wooden, who was a legendary basketball coach at UCLA. And if I remember right back in the 70s, I think they won 10, 10 national championships consecutively. And they were talking about effort. And uh, the title of it was Every Moment Matters. And John Wooden coached to his players if he ever had a player that he thought wasn't giving him 100%, he would go up and put his arm around him and say, I know you're not giving me 100% today, and I know you're thinking, you know, I'm going to get through today, and then tomorrow I'm going to really ramp it up and give you 120%. And John Wooden would tell his players, he said, you can only give 100%. He said, tomorrow you you can't give 120%. He said, so today, if you're given 80%, that 20% difference, you lose that. You never get it back. And it's funny because I apply that to the performance events with my horsemanship. When I'm talking at a clinic or a roping school, I'm talking about, you know, any time in a speed event, any time you lose momentum or you do something that costs you time, you never get that back. And, and there's a parallel there with, with giving a hundred percent. It doesn't mean it, which in the speed events, it doesn't mean you're not trying hard. It's just meaning you're not, you're not 100% efficient. And, and a lot of times we're not going to be, but we got to strive to, we got to strive to try to be if we ever even, want to get close. You know, I thought that was a great example for me today. Of course, this morning I get up and I'm drinking a cup of coffee. I'm watching the sun come up. I'm enjoying the quiet and the calm. And but then my mind drifts to, you know, all the horses I've got to work and they're all going to be fresh. And then we had some snow and ice. I mean, last night when I got home, there was a snow drift on the north side of the house. And there's the driveway is frozen this morning, which it's going to get to 57, I think, today. So it's going to warm up, you know. But um, I'm thinking, oh, you know, and I, I get thinking, well, I, you know, you, you start letting 
letting that overwhelm me. And I, and I just happened to scroll down through my phone to listen to my little morning motivational speech from John, which is just, you know, like I said, it's three or four minutes. And, and really and truly, if you don't ever get anything good from me and you start listening to John Maxwell because of me, I've been a big influence on you because that guy is incredible. I mean, he is just a good dude. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm listening to him and I'm thinking, I'm listening to that. And he's talking about, you can only give, you know, a hundred percent each day. Cause I'll be honest with you. I'm thinking, well, you know, we're, we're all tired. We'll kind of get rolling today a little bit and then we'll pick it up the rest of the week. And I thought, well, that, that doesn't work. You know, he's right. If I don't go out there and I don't give a hundred percent today, I can't make it up tomorrow. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, that, that little saying, make every moment matter. Going back to this weekend, when I was seeing, you know, all those family and friends that I hadn't seen in a while, but, but I've known forever, I really tried to remind myself to make those moments matter too, because here, here's the deal, you know, even at 56, you know, at 56 and I'm in good shape. I mean, I'm very active. You know, I got a lot of, I got a lot of gas left in the tank, but at the same time, I know in reality, um, you know, I'm in the, probably the last third of my life. Well, when you think about, and, and none of us know that, you know, thankfully, nobody knows. But at the same time, you, you do look at things differently. I mean, I look at my horsemanship differently. It's just like today. So today when I go out there, we've had a couple, we've had some, you know, I, we were up in North Dakota and they've been having better weather than we've been having. I mean, it's been a flip-flop. I mean, we... We are wet and muddy and icy right now and got some snow on the ground, and which we, we get that once in a while, but it's uh, not that different for us. We're probably a little colder and wetter than normal, but like up there, it was shirt and vest weather the whole time I was up there. It was just crazy nice, you know, and so, but today, th- these horses, they're not used to snow and ice. They're, they're going to they're going to have a bow in their back. They're going to be fresh. They're going to be, you know, it's, uh, I'm going to earn it today. I promise you, I'm going to earn it, you know? And so going out there, I just got to tell myself, you know, give a hundred percent, be smart, you know, work hard and don't, don't go out there and try to coast through a day because here's the deal. Sometimes we do that with our horses and there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with just saddling a horse, putting your hand down and going for a walk and letting it be therapeutic or going, going and doing whatever, um, because that's all good for them too. Anytime you're doing something on a horse where you're relaxing, I promise you, you're, you're creating a situation where they're relaxing. Anytime you get on a horse and it's chaotic and crazy and wild and and unnerving for you, it's the same for them. So 
just like when I go out there today and I step up in the stirrup with each of those horses, because each one of them is going to be different. So for my horsemanship today, I've got to be a really good listener, meaning from the time I untie that horse or bridle that horse, you know, I have to watch that horse's mannerisms and I have to take that in and and let that horse tell me where they need help, meaning changing their brain from reacting to thinking. And, you know, sometimes that's pretty simple. Sometimes that might take a few minutes. Um, you know, one of the things that I'll work on a lot today, and, and everybody gets in this situation. I don't care who you are. Anybody that trains horses and everybody that owns a horse is a horse trainer. So every time you do anything with them, you're creating good habits or bad habits, reinforcing good fundamentals or bad fundamentals. There's going to be a time when your horses get three or four days off that they really don't need three or four days off. Um, so like today, when I go out there today, it's going to, I'm going to keep it really simple, meaning I'm going to start with really today, I'm going to do three or four, maybe five of the level one fundamental exercises with every horse as a refresher, as a reinforcement and help those horses minds soften because today it's all about softening their mind. You soften their mind, the body follows. It's just that simple. It's no different than us. You soften our mind, you relax our mind, our body instantly follows. And, and that's the same with these horses. You know, I've got Tanner out there. He's catching horses as we speak and, and getting some saddled, some tied up. We've got flexion rigs on some. Um, you know, and the first thing I told him this morning, I said, Go slow, be careful, you know, they're going to be fresh. Don't assume anything. Number one is don't assume they're going to be like they were when we got done last week, you know, after, because um, I've been home, you know, basically for the last couple months without much interruption. They're, they're definitely, the worst thing you can do is go out there and think, well, he's going to be just like he was when I put him up last week before we left. Uh, that's not going to be the case. You know, there could be a horse out there buck this morning that's never bucked since he's been here. Might be Gene's horse. <laughs> it's like I told him, he doesn't really, that horse really doesn't like, I don't think he likes cold weather too good. So <laughs> the first morning that it snowed here, he had a little snow on his back, and I'd brush it off and saddle him. And I'm, you, you could tell things were a little tight, but he never did anything, and he hasn't yet. But like I told Gene, you know, I, I think you could talk him into it if you if you weren't weren't careful. Like with those horses this morning, it's going to be a day where I have to be as good as I ever am. As far as listening to what they're telling me and, and having good horsemanship, it's kind of like going to a jackpot or rodeo 
what when you're practicing to go compete in your practice sessions, if it takes you three, four, five runs to kind of get warmed up and then you make a good run, the chances of you going to compete and having to deliver on the first run are slim to none because you haven't you haven't trained yourself to do that. It's just like today when I go out there, the first horse I get on, I can't take 20 minutes to get myself warmed up or get myself engaged, get my, my brain thinking. I can't take 20 minutes to do that. I mean, I don't have that luxury. And, and really and truly, if I'm doing that, what I'm doing is, is uh, creating a habit with that horse to where it takes them 15, 20 minutes to get engaged. So the minute I step up in that stirrup today and the minute minute my butt hits that saddle, I, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go into some, some simple exercises that immediately start to stimulate the thinking side of that horse's brain. And, you know, there will be some horses today because I've got some out there that are pretty darn green. Um, Either they haven't been here very long or it's been a situation where um, because of whatever, I don't have as many rides on them as I would prefer to have on them. Um, but, uh, you know, for whatever reason, there, there's some horses today that we're going to we're going to work on quite a few simple. I mean, do quite a few repetitions of very, very simple fundamental exercises to get them back in the habit of using that thinking side of their brain because um, we've all figured this out. Just feeding them and letting them get fat and feel good, um, I'm not really sure they're learning much about how to how they need to ride when they're doing that. I mean, that, um, that feed bucket and that feed is really good for getting them to look good on the outside, which is great. I want my horses to look great, but that without riding is not so good for the inside, especially their brain, because they start to revert back to, you know, the characteristics that God gave them, you know, and that was to survive, you know, to eat, and then to reproduce if that that opportunity was available and you know those are those are the characteristics that horses are born with um all the rest of this you know i always have to remind myself all the rest of this is our idea it's not theirs (laughs) they didn't they weren't born going man i hope i grow up and somebody puts a hard piece of metal in my mouth and I get to pack it around all day and then they put a saddle on my back and then they cinch it up to where it's kind of, I have to take short breaths because it's tugging, you know, it's squeezing my rib cage. And, um, you know, so, you know, just, just thinking about that today, when I get out there, you think some of those horses aren't going to be a little uncomfortable. I mean, I think it was 36 degrees when I started this or maybe 32 degrees when I started this, you know, recording this podcast. Um, yeah, they're, they're going to be a little uncomfortable. I, I can guarantee you. And, and some pretty nice horses out there. Um, there's some that are 
well, they're never ready to go, but sometimes they, the owners eventually pick them up. I mean, horses are never done. Kind of goes back to that. I get that question all the time. Well, do you think he's ready? And then my answer is always no. <laughs> or, or it's ready for what? I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, that old saying, it, it takes years to make a great horse, not months. It, that, that's a fact. That holds true. But at the same time, you know, today, if I can get put 100% effort into it and do the best I can do today, are those horses going to progress? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be a good day. And it's going to be a great day. Um, you know, for this coming year, I encourage everybody to take time. Write down your thoughts, write down your goals. And, and then the other thing I, I challenge people to is, in that, and because I've had to challenge myself to this, and like I said, I'm 56, and this year I'm, I'm going to employ the services of some mentors in some areas that I haven't done before, and I should have. I definitely should have, and I had the opportunity to, and I didn't. And, and quite frankly, it's because I probably thought I knew more than I did, which that's not probably. That is a fact. I probably I did think I knew more than I did. And and the reason I'm going to do that is, number one, I want to get better in those areas. I don't I don't want to be that guy for me personally. I don't want to be that guy that gets to uh, because of society and the way we say, well, at this age, you do this or that or whatever. You know, I want to be that guy that's swinging till, you know, till the very end. So I, I've got I've got a lot of things left I want to do, but do, do one thing different than you normally do it this year, and just just kind of see what the result ends up being. Write it down, keep it to where you can read it, look at it, and then you know whether that's personal, financial, if that's with your horsemanship, if whatever and, and and I'll tell anybody out there if there's anything I can do to help you you contact me because I will be glad to help you so anyway gonna be a great year gonna be a great year have a great week of training God bless you and as always be your best hey thanks for joining us on today's show to learn more about the training program that inspired the Be Your Best podcast, head over to philhagenhorsemanship.com and join our online community by following us at philhagenhorsemanship on Facebook or Instagram. This is where we're going to be sharing tons of training tips and information about how you can experience our Training Through Understanding program at one of our upcoming clinics. As you go through the day today, I want to encourage you to figure out one thing you can do to get 1% better whether that is in your horsemanship journey, your career, or your personal life. Own it and be your best. God bless and have a great day of training.